the overnight show you know how it works i got you for three hours till five o'clock and the warm-up show how are you how you doing on this tuesday morning is it tuesday already that's the one thing about this job it's already the next day it was just monday it's tuesday already how's everybody doing 877-337-6666 and here we are i wish i was talking about some baseball news but god knows that doesn't happen So here we are talking about Zach Wilson yet again and the lousy Jets and whether or not they're going to go back to Zach Wilson and whether or not Zach Wilson even wants to play. Which, by the way, I'm sorry, maybe you expect it from me, but yeah, I have a problem with it. I have a problem with Zach Wilson. All right? So let's go into it real quick. Obviously, the tweet comes out today around 1 o'clock. I was sleeping, so I woke up to the news of Dan Orsini tweeting out the idea that Zach Wilson has, the Jets are leaning towards going back to Zach Wilson after a disastrous game against Atlanta where they tried Timmy Boyle, where they tried Trevor Simeon. The Jets are leaning towards going back to Zach Wilson, but Zach is reluctant to get back in the game. Zach is reluctant to retake his place as Jets starter moving forward. Zach is reluctant. And then, of course, Salah shows up to his press conference, and you knew what was coming. You knew what Salah was going to say to these reports. The reports that he doesn't want to play, the reports that he's telling people inside the organization, teammates, coaches, whoever, that he, you know, maybe because of the fear of injury and the idea is not going to be on the team next year and whatever else, he doesn't want to go back into the games after being benched yet again. And Aaron Rodgers reports Aaron Rodgers called him up and said, please, Zach, rethink this because it's stupid. And it's going to hurt you publicly. It is a terrible look that a quarterback doesn't want to play. And so you knew what was coming from Coach Sala when he had his press conference. Because what does Coach Sala do best? Coach Sala might coach up a defense. He does that fairly well. I don't know what else he does. He certainly doesn't instill confidence. He certainly isn't a winning coach. He certainly doesn't teach his, his team not to commit penalties. I'm not sure what he does, but you know what Coach Sala does great? Do you know what Coach Sala is going to have right next to his name under the tenure of Jet Coach? It is going to say Robert Sala, Jet Head Coach, defender of Zach Wilson. That is what Coach Sala is best at. This guy has done nothing but defend this quarterback 
over and over and over again to the point where we don't believe him. To the point where Joe Beningo is talking about it with with uh, with Evan and Tiki about how he doesn't believe that he likes Zach. He's on the Michael K show pleading the fifth. You know how much it pains him to have to defend Zach. And yet, sure enough, when this press conference starts, there he is in front of the media saying, no, 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 no. I don't know where, I don't know who he said it to. I'm certainly not calling Diana Rossini a liar because we know her and Zach Rosenblatt are both very good reporters. And this report is true, whether he said it to Coach Sala or not. So Coach Sala said, look, he didn't say it to me. In fact, he just stepped into my office a half hour ago and told me he's the man. And that he wants the ball, and he knows he's the best guy to get the job done. And that's what this is all about. And he needs to be the quarterback if they want to have a chance to win. Nonsense. If he did, it's because it's because it's because uh, Aaron Rodgers told him to do so, and he went in there with his hands behind his po- hands behind his back, with his head down on the ground, saying, oh, "Coach, I I really like to play." We know the kid doesn't want to play. We know it. Let's be honest. All the remember remember at the beginning of the year, right? And he and and Coach Sala said it in some of his comments today in the press conference. You just heard the cut that I mocked and laughed at that uh, Marco just played, where. Oh, last year's completely different. Last year was completely different. This kid, he's got confidence now. He knows he's the guy. Remember at the beginning of the year how he was a different player and a different person and all the confidence that Zach Wilson had now been instilled with? You know why? You know why? Because he didn't have to play. Because he was the backup to Aaron Rodgers. That's why he suddenly found this maturity. That's how he suddenly found his confidence and himself because he wasn't going to be thrusted into the situation because he knew he could kick his feet up. That's why. That's why. So am I surprised he doesn't want to go back into the games? I'm not surprised at all. And now let's get into the reasoning and whether or not it's a valid reason for him not to want to get back into the game because I think there are a lot of people who believe it is some sort of a valid reason. One, forget the fact he gets paid to be the quarterback for this team as a second overall pick and the amount of money he makes and the guaranteed money he's been given to play the quarterback position. Have the Jets done him dirty? Have the Jets scapegoated him? Have the Jets put him in a position where he's rightfully standing on his own two feet saying, screw you, I don't want to play after the way you've treated me. No, I don't agree with that assessment at all. Like I just said, this coach has done everything. This team, well, listen, are they the Jets? Yes, they are. Are the Jets going to jet? Yes. Have they put him in a great position with talent and coaches and offensive line? Have they put him in a great position to go out there and be uber successful? No, that's fair. That's fair. They're the Jets. Let's be fair, Daniel Jones, who I who I have my own issues with as not necessarily a person or his attitude or anything like that, but the idea of how talented he is and how overrated he may be or whether I want him as the future quarterback of the New York Giants as a Giant fan. He has whatever I might think of him and whatever I might think of Zach. I think it's fair to say X's and O's on the field, they have not been given the best opportunity to be as successful as they possibly could have. Are there other teams, other scenarios, other coaches, other situations where Zach Wilson could have been more successful than he has been with the Jets? I'd be a fool not to say yes. Of course. Of course there are other situations where Jack, uh, Zach would have had a better opportunity to flourish. But let's focus on the situation he's been given. This kid has been handled with kid gloves from the beginning. 
He's, he was given the team. He had a miserable year one. Let's just go back to year two. I mean, everyone, well, how many times are you going to bench him and bring him back? Oh, you, they benched him last year for Mike White. Otherwise, he would have the, the coach would have had a mutiny on his hands. The entire team, his teammates wanted him benched because of his awful play and then his inability to take accountability for his bad play. When asked if he feels responsible or owes something to the defense or feels bad for the position the offense put the defense in, no, I don't feel bad. He had to be benched or the team would have mutinied. And you know that by the way they celebrated when he was benched. They went on a two-week Mike White party. He was forced to be benched. Then he comes back in and he's awful. After the Mike White injury, they go back to him again. He's awful. Awful. He's worse than before they benched him. He's terrible down the stretch of the season. Terrible. And then what do they do? They make a decision on what's best for him and best for the team to go get Aaron Rodgers, bring him in here. And what do they do? Do they move on from Zach? Do they say, look, this has been enough. The team resents him and it's probably not going well. He hasn't shown ability. No, no, no. That's not what they, they could have easily jettisoned him. It would have been the right thing to do. They should have. Instead, they showed confidence. Instead, they said, no, what? No, you're going to be the backup. You're going to learn from, from Aaron Rodgers because we have faith in you and we believe in you. And if you learn and have a chance to sit back and, and grow as a person and a quarterback, you're still a young man. We believe that you can still be the future of this Jets organization. So we're not going to move on from you. We're not going to go trade you away for a fifth-round pick like we did Sam Darnold or a third-round pick like we did Sam Darnold. No, we're not going to do that. We're going to keep you here. We're not going to go get a better backup quarterback to make sure we have our 39-year-old starter ready to have a legitimate replacement in case he goes down with injury. No, no, no. We believe in you. It would have been easy to move on. Instead, they showed confidence in him. And then he plays, and he plays like Zach Wilson. And now again, Play calling, this or that, could they have done him better? Sure, but you know how he, he's been awful. And every week at the podium, there's the coach. No, 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 we love this kid. No, 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 he's still, he's our guy. Even last year when he's getting benched, no, 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 the future is bright with Zach Wilson. We believe in Zach Wilson. At every turn, this coach and this organization has defended this kid, defended him, given him chance after chance after chance. Then after weeks, after this offense has done nothing, where he openly admits when he's benched, he understands it. The offense has done nothing. The season's on the line. They go to another quarterback for a spark. They still tell you your career's not over. That's still the news when they, po- when they, when they bench you. No, Zach Wilson's going to have a great career. That's still what they're saying when they bench him. They've never stopped showing support for this kid, ever. They didn't go out. They could have, once Aaron Rodgers goes down, they could have done what almost every other team in the NFL has done this year when they lost their quarterback. Went out and got a better quarterback. Almost, bar none, every other team. I mean, every other team. This offense is floundering, costing this team the game. We know how the defense feels about it. They're having player meetings. What are the Jets doing? Nothing. Are they going out and getting Dobbs like Minnesota? No. Are they going out and getting Flacco, who obviously has a history here, like Cleveland did? No. 
Every other team, quarterback goes down, they make a move. Not the Jets. Not the Jets who want to show confidence in this kid and don't want to hurt this kid. They want him to be the starter. After weeks and weeks of the offense doing nothing, they're finally forced to bench him. They, they, they try and do it as nicely as they can. And now that that didn't work, they want to go back to him again, and this kid doesn't want to reciprocate? He doesn't want to play? For a coach that has literally, is literally going to get fired because of how much he stood by and lied to all of us about, about Zach Wilson. That's not the coach you want to go out and support. That's a coach you want to make look bad by saying, nah, 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 I don't want to play. Now, I'm sure he went into the office because I don't think Robert Sala is a flat-out liar, but we all know the kid doesn't want to play. The reports are true. He doesn't want to play. And I would then reciprocate for him. That's it. I would be done. You don't want to play? You want to tell everybody else you're afraid to get injured? Because we're all gonna, we're probably going to move on from you next year. You don't want to go out there and hopefully re- resurrect your career. Maybe have a couple of good games down the stretch of the season. Throw the football. Go out there with wild abandon and have no fear of losing games or making mistakes. Go out there and show what you can do. No, no, no. You just want to sit back and rest on the laurels of what you've already put on tape. Good luck, Zach. Good, good luck. Maybe someone will pick you up. I wouldn't. I would play Trevor Simeon. I'm done. I'm done. I respect his choice. Here's your choice. Don't play. I mean, I'm. I, listen again. There's two sides to the coin. I'm the first one to admit it. On the field, could they have done better? Absolutely. A lot of teams could have done better. By the way, I mean, even you know, Young in in, in Carolina. Is he terrible? He's been this year. Could they have done better to make him better? Of course. Every situation of a failed quarterback, bar none. These guys have talent. They weren't drafted at the top of the draft for nothing. There's the occasional, you know, maybe Jamarcus Russell had no intention of playing football or uh, Johnny Manziel who fully admits he was not in the mental state to be an NFL player. But for the most part, all these quarterbacks who are drafted at the top of the draft, who fail, who bust, ultimately could have been represented and handled better on the field with coaching and this or that. They had enough talent to be drafted where they are. So on on some level, did they hurt him? Absolutely. Of course. But on the other level, they paid him and at every freaking turn, even while benching him, which they had no choice. One of the, like they benched him three times. That's all oh, they benched him three times. What do you expect? He was, he was benched. The team would have mutinied. The defense was furious with him. He had to go back into the room and apologize. And then what happens when he's benched? Mike White has two games that look so much better than anything Zach Wilson has ever done that it's not even worth mentioning. Flacco better. Josh Johnson better. Mike White enormously better. And yet when every opportunity to go get another quarterback... Nah, we're cool with Zach. You want to go and get a better backup for your starting quarterback, your 40-year-old quarterback? No, no, no. Zach Wilson's going to learn right at Aaron Rodgers' feet, going to keep him under his wing, and he's going to be our guy moving forward when it's time to move on from Zach, from, from Rodgers. That's our plan. We love Zach. We trust Zach. At every opportunity, this franchise has shown res- uh, trust and respect for Zach Wilson. 
and the coach is going to be fired because of the nonsense that we know isn't true, but he stands there and peddles it because he doesn't want to disrespect this young man. But no, this isn't an organization that you should stand up for and go play for. No, 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 they've done me too wrong. I don't want to get injured. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sure he's frustrated, and I get it. And the team stinks, and it's not all on him, and maybe he gets too much flack. I'm open to that interpretation. Maybe he does. Maybe idiots like me scream about how terrible he is, and ultimately there's a million things going on in the background that aren't all his fault, and he could be much better if they change this and change that. Maybe that's all true. But you're going to put your head coach in a position to go up there and lie for you when all he's done is defend you over and over again to the point where we mock him, where he has no credibility. When he stands up there behind that podium and talks about Zach Wilson, he has zero credibility. No one buys it. No one. Whatever he says, no one buys it because he's pleading the fifth on Michael Kay. He's smiling and, and eating his words. He doesn't know what to do. So when it comes to Zach Wilson, the coach has zero credibility because he's defended him over and over again. And that alone, that alone should be enough for Zach Wilson to step up and say, what do you need, coach? What do you need? Instead, he's, he's feigning some nonsense about not wanting to get hurt. He doesn't want to play because he knows he's not going to be successful out there. That's why. And you know what? He's not wrong. Play Simeon. What's the difference? 877-337-6666. There's another quarterback in town. Tyrod Taylor's back. What, who, who should the Giants play a quarterback? And I'll tell you this. I'll tell you not only who should the Giants play a quarterback, but I'll tell you on what, depending on what you think the Giants should do a quarterback position, tells me a lot about what kind of fan you are as a New York Giant fan. A lot of people getting on me for the tankathon. Think about who you want to play a quarterback and why you want to play them. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, we open up with Zach Wilson. Who, look, there's always two sides to every coin, and I understand that, again, they did not do everything right by him on the field. There's no doubt about that. Right? They could have done better for him on the field. They could have changed their play calling this year. Uh, they could have done different things, given him a better team. Every, every failed quarterback on some level could have been handled better. So by no means am I saying he's had every opportunity to be great and he blew it. I don't think he's very good, but it's the Jets. So that's fair. My point is more they've done everything they could for him off like they've done every they've supported him at every turn as as the entire radio station and that's just a small piece i mean the 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 cry to get rid of Zach Wilson was at a fever pitch and not did they ever blink defending him over and over again other teams Josh Rosen drafted by the by the Cardinals he has the miserable first year get rid of him we're getting Murray like, they have stuck with him and wanted it to work with him more than anything I could have ever imagined. I, I wish anybody, I, I hope to God, like, I really do. I hope to God that Spike Eskin wants me to work here at the station as badly as the Jets want Zach Wilson to work for the Jets. 
Like, I hope he has visions of me being as long-tenured and a fruitful career at WFAN as the Jets had plans for Zach Wilson at the quarterback position for the New York Jets. I, I really hope so. Please. It's, I mean, if I, if I screw it up with my terrible Zach Wilson takes, then that's on me. But, I mean, they've, had, they've given him every opportunity. So, for me, all right, they benched you. I get it. I don't think anyone – are they scapegoating him necessarily? They, for weeks, they tried to make him the guy. For weeks, they would never think twice. Go get another quarterback. He's clamoring. Everyone clamoring. The fan base clamoring. Go get someone. Nope, nope, nope. Zach Wilson. Then finally, after yet another putrid offensive performance, they tried something. For a week and a half, it didn't work, so they want to go back to him. And now that's, well, that's too much. After this, coach is going to get fired defending him. I I just, uh, anybody who thinks that he's in the right, that good for him, there's, there's, there's sometimes, I'm not saying it's never that that's the case. And he certainly hasn't been put in the best situation to go out there and be successful. And I understand he thinks there's no way for him to go out there and be successful. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And then there's just the element of a competitor. Like, I've been getting killed over and over again that I'm not a real fan and I have no idea what it's like to be a competitor because I want the Giants to lose games so that they get a better quarterback in the draft. But we have no problem with Zach Wilson just saying, no, no, I don't want to play. Where's the competitor in that? Are we okay with no competition level in in Zach Wilson that has been beat out of him by what? His poor play? Sorry. I I have a tough time with this one. And I honestly, I wouldn't cut him. I wouldn't I'm not going to show like a immense anger and jettison him. Coach Salah said if that were true, if it, if if he didn't want to play, he wouldn't be here. I wouldn't even do that. He's on the bench. He's my backup quarterback next week. You don't want to play? You're, you're the backup. Zach will you're the backup. I'll go with Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon's thrown touchdown passes in this league. As bad as he was, he came in cold to a game where he hasn't pra- he hasn't properly practiced in months. He came into a game cold in the, a rainy, miserable game that was already trending in the wrong direction and couldn't play well. Going into that game, Trevor Simeon's thrown 42 touchdown passes and 28 interceptions. I'll play Trevor Simeon. What do I need? The season's over. What do I need to play Zach Wilson? You don't want to play? Don't play. 877-337-6666. Lou in Asbury Park. What's up, Lou? What's up, buddy boy? How are you? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. You know, uh, you know how Belichick and Brady were like the perfect marriage. Uh, sure. I mean, they certainly won a lot. That's for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, I, so I, yeah, I think it worked. Zach. I think Zach and the and the Jets are the most toxic marriage. Yeah. From the from the beginning, um, I think from the beginning the Jets didn't know that they drafted a little boy who was the karate kid with his weird little headband um, running around the field, um, not being able to accomplish anything. But on the flip side, I don't think Zach Wilson knew what he was getting into either. So I I think that this marriage was severed two ways. Because if you take a look at tonight's game, for example, uh, where you got this kid, what's his name, Jake Brownie? Yeah. Yeah, Back and quarterback, right? Yeah, yeah. and obviously he came in and played real well. It was unbelievable. Played played great, Mm -hmm. yeah. Ripping the ball, 32 for 37, yep. 354 yards, yep. a touchdown, and then rushed for one. Yep. Like, And then when I watch the Jets and they're down 13 to 8, it looks like a three-possession game. Mm-hmm. 
So it's almost like, listen, should should somebody ever say, I'm not going to take the field and play? No, absolutely not. Right. But he's a little immature boy, okay? But he also is oh. in the most toxic relationship, and he's probably just over everything because he knows. Yeah, I, 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 no- I understand that. that I, and, I, you know, I don't know if he – I think you're not giving him enough credit by calling him a little boy. He's a grown man. Zach Wilson's not a little boy. Zach Wilson's a man. Zach Wilson's the starting quarterback. He makes his own decisions. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna belittle him that way. He's a grown man. Who's a quarterback in the NFL? Who it hasn't gone well for? And yeah, you're you're right. And now let's, you watch that. I don't think this is a like I watch Browning play for for Cincinnati. Uh, do I think? Do I watch that and immediately go? What an indictment on Zach Wilson, the ability of Browning to go in there and play like that. No, it's it's a complete it's it's a I guess a little bit of that. It's more of an indictment on the Jets for not having a better suitable backup quarterback or someone who could play. But it's also the coaching is probably better there. I'm willing to admit that, and the situation is clearly better there. And while I do think Garrett Wilson is a great wide receiver and could be somewhere close to what Jamar Chase is, right now it's just whether it's the quarterback, whether it's the circumstance, or whether he's not as good, he's not. Jamar Chase just yet. I think he could be if given the right circumstance. I think with Aaron Rodgers this year, he could have been much closer to to Chase than he is now. But he's got Boyd. He's got who dropped a terrible pass. But you know he's got Boyd. He's got Higgins. He's got different. He's got uh, you know a, a running back. He's got a better coach. Although the coach really hasn't won anything without Burrow up until this game. But yeah, they put they put forth a really good performance offensively, obviously, and won a game against Jacksonville as nine and a half point underdogs, and he was brilliant in the game. Now, does that mean I think he's gonna come out next week and be just as good? No. Sometimes it's fluky. Sometimes you see quarterbacks step up and have great weeks. You never you hardly ever see it with Zach Wilson. His best week is a game they lost to Kansas City that everybody wants to praise him for. Because he made like three or four nice back shoulder throws in one drive and led them down the field. But I mean it's not all on him, but we're talking about refusing to play. This isn't disgruntled. This isn't leaking to Diana Rossini that you're unhappy. This isn't saying, you know, the coaching staff has let me down or I, I don't trust the offensive coordinator. This is I don't want to show up to work. This is a different level. This, is, this isn't disgruntled. This is, this is on strike. I'm sorry, but you can't get paid what he gets paid. Have this coach and this organization, whether they did him right or wrong on the field, whether it's toxic in many ways or not, they have defended him till the to the ends of the earth. They have publicly, while everyone was shouting the opposite, have stood there and, and in some cases looked like fools to defend him and bent over backwards to defend him and never once brought in anybody besides Aaron Rodgers, who they supplanted, but we're going to, you know, and I'm sure Zach Wilson was on board considering his first two years. He was, he was in, he was thrilled. He was going to be able to sit behind Aaron Rodgers for two years, thrilled, but they never once brought in anybody to compete with him after that. Like they've this year, they had every opportunity. He did not have to be the backup quarterback for the New York Jets this year. In fact, he shouldn't have been, they should have moved on from him. And I'm sure, and I'm sure many who feel they're in Zach's camp right now probably think that would have been a blessing in disguise for him. Maybe it would have. Maybe it would have. But they showed this kid every pot. They have given him chance after chance, 
and they have shown nothing but confidence in him. And even in benching him, great career, great player. Uh, you know, we still have faith in Zach. I mean, how many times have we heard that? How many times have we heard we still have faith in Zach? This coach is bent over backwards for him. Bent over backwards for him. And you're gonna like go around as you're gonna go around the, the clubhouse saying if they ask me to play, I don't want to play. I'm sorry. I don't know how you could be okay with it. I don't know how you could be okay with it. Josh in Westchester. What's up, Josh? It's Christmas time in, in the, the city. Ring a ling. Hear the ring. Break. What do you got? All right. I was just, listen, the audience loved that. Yes. Um, the Jets, I think. They should play their home games at Lehman High School in the Bronx because the Lehman High School football field in the Bronx is 80 yards long. That, that's real good long-term planning by the people who did that. I mean, you could just walk by there and see it's not enough room for a football field. But that's what happens. But Thanks for alerting us to that uh, situation. I appreciate it. Well, it's good. Someone, it's someone good. had to do it. For years, people, yeah. for however long people have been driving by that field waiting for someone to notice it. No, they know it. They know it. Those poor kids have to play their home games on the road because of it. I mean, it's good if you can't move the football. Maybe you can move it 80 yards instead of getting a field goal and get a touchdown. But anyway, you know, everyone's getting on Zach Chase. Listen, he does it. But I would, I would caution people. Mm-hmm. These, professional, these professional athletes, they live large. They live better than anybody that you could imagine. As young guys, all right, you got Colt in there. Colton's a little uh, inexperienced. You had me too. I was hoping you'd just get through the call. I took you, and uh, then I went through it. That's Josh. Also goes by a million other names. He's the Go Buchanan guy. Congratulations, Uh, Rob in Staten Island. What's up, Rob? going on, Chris? I don't know what that last call was all about. Well, he's a very popular, he's a very popular uh, um, pranker or whatever <laughs> you call them. Yeah, sure seems that way. Uh, anyway, uh, on, the, on the Jets quarterback thing, this whole Zach Wilson is, there's a part of me that doesn't really blame him how he feels. Like, I'm all for him wanting, <clears throat> I mean, playing and not wanting to play, it's, but I kind of don't how blame he feels. how he feels. You can't really? say it. You, you can't actually go out and do it. No, of course not. And I just feel like the I'm not. I was never really a Zach Wilson fan, and mm-hmm. he is. But he has given opportunity after opportunity, and finally an opportunity is given another time. Yeah, and he doesn't want them. I don't. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. I don't. I have a problem with it. I mean, listen, it's not. Again, I want to make this clear. I do not think the Jets have done everything right by Zach Wilson as far as on the field. Like I, I don't think they. Now, listen, it's hard. I, I don't put as much blame. I put some blame and, and a good portion of the blame on Hackett. I do not think it's just strictly Hackett when you watch the games and you watch people who know football talk about how open some other how open guys are and the quarterback is unable to get him the football. And you watch the throws he doesn't make. You watch the bad sacks he takes. Like, that's like... People want to talk about the the possibility of getting injured and how often he gets sacked. He takes terrible sacks. Get rid of the football. Like he's just yeah. that's that's quarterback play too. Like it's not about it's it's sacks aren't just strictly an offensive line statistic. Like 
the quarterback is to blame for a, a handful, not all, and by no means has he been given an offensive line. By no means has he been given great offensive weapons. By no means has he got world-class coordinators, although LaFleur has been brought up and is a family line of good uh, offensive coordinators and now is doing well in L.A. And I know it's, it's uh, Sean McVay's offense, but you know he's part of that. He's the offensive coordinator there. He's done a great job. So, I mean, like it's 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 not so much on the field it's it's the confidence and what they've done for him off the field and the and the way they've gone about defending him publicly this coach has done everything has never badmouthed them once has things to say about Brees Hall and the way he plays never once would go after Zach Wilson never once he just stands there and defends him and talks about how they believe in him and the great career he has. And Zach Wilson's not done here and over and over and over again. And so when you're asked to go play for that coach who the only reason why he benched you last year is because you were going to have a mutiny on it. He was going to have a mutiny on his hands. The defense was fed up with him. He had to he had to step into the middle of the room and apologize to his teammates before they would even think about playing him again. Like, he, that's on him. No matter how bad it gets, that's on him that he had. He got to the point where the, the teammates were furious with him. So, like, I, yes. the, coach is, the coach in particular has done everything he possibly could for this kid. And that's why I'm hoping it's true, and I'm sure it is. I don't think Salah is a complete liar. But I'm hoping it's true that even after telling a bunch of people he didn't want to play, that he thought better of it and went into his office and said, look, you know, I'm the guy, blah, 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 blah. Because that coach deserves everything Zach Wilson has. That coach in particular deserves everything Zach Wilson has, and he should go out there and play strictly for the coach. Forget the offensive coordinator. Forget his teammates. That coach is literally going to get fired with the moniker of Zach Wilson defender. That's It's going to cost him his job, even if on high he's been told to do it. And so to, to not have your that guy's back and to not be willing to do whatever that that coach asked him to do, for me, I have a major problem with. Yeah, no doubt about it. And one last thing, um, I called into BG Sal earlier, and yeah. I I I brought up a point where like I feel like if they would have signed Carr, Mike White definitely was still there as a backup. But because Rogers got here, that's the only reason why Zach Wilson is dealing. That's fair. I want your opinion. Yeah, I mean, listen, I don't know that for sure. I still think I still think I don't think Mike White's so good that I'm glad that I would that I'm disappointed. I gave big time money to Derek Carr. Carr stinks. I'm sorry. He stinks. I put a little bit of a wager on the Saints to win that division, like everybody else probably. I put money on their over. I've watched a lot of Saint games. This is the first year I was able to get the uh, the NFL Sunday ticket, so I, I've watched a lot of Saint games. If he's not injured, he, he's not, if he's still if he's actually out there playing, he's bad. He's just not good. He's not good. Jameis Winston's better. Jameis Winston's a little bit more careless with the football. So Jameis Winston will throw picks maybe that'll cost you games. But I, watching the games and watching when Jameis Winston's in there, Chris Olave is a different player when Jameis Winston's in there. The, the offense picks up. The passing game picks up. Car stinks, especially in the red zone. My God, they are awful in the red zone. He is awful in the red zone. So I'm, I still think whatever this toxic relationship, as the previous caller said, as bad as it's gotten with Zach Wilson, as unfortunate it is that Aaron Rodgers uh, got hurt four plays into the season, I'm still, if I'm a Jets fan and I've watched what's gone on in New Orleans, I am thrilled 
that they didn't say, I can't wait for Rodgers and went out and paid Derek Carr. He stinks. So, but is your point that Rodgers is the reason Zach Wilson was the backup? Maybe that's fair, but I don't care. The team still did it. The team has showed faith in him time and time again. The team refuses to badmouth him. The team has constantly had, didn't step in and bring in anybody else to challenge him this year, really. I mean, Tim Boyle's not a challenge. Tim Boyle you go to just because you, you're at your wit's end with the offense and you had to try something. I'm so, And Zach talked in the postgame like he understood why he was being benched. You had to do something. Like even the most, fer- uh, the most fervent uh, Zach Wilson defender. And even if benching him to go, and even if the other quarterbacks are worse, and you've realized that now, and you got to go back to Zach Wilson, you still had to try. Maybe Tim Boyle catches lightning in a bottle and has two or three games. It's I don't know. You had to try. The offense has been awful. How could you blame them for at least trying? How could you blame this coach for just saying I got to try something? I blame more of the GM that he's allowed. Those are the options that he has to go try with. So, I, I mean, I don't know how disrespected Zach can feel. It just wasn't working with him. Whether it's all his fault or not, the coach had to try something different. I don't think he was being scapegoated as the only – I mean, you just, what other position impacts the offense? What other position could you change that would impact the offense? I, you could change the, the offensive coordinator. That you know you're not doing because of Aaron Rodgers. That I'll give you. There's only two people worth giving a chance to change. If your offense is just sputtering, doing nothing, and your season's on the line, and you feel like you need some kind of spark offensively, there's only two people to change. The quarterback and the offensive play caller. That's it. What else are going to change? So the only two guys you could change are the quarterback. So the idea that he was he was scapegoated as the reason for the failures, that's just a combination of the outside noise and then the benching. The team never, the coach certainly never said he's the reason. In fact, the coach said the other thing. The coach, when asked over and over and over again, why aren't you benching him? Why not try Boyle? Why not try Simeon? Why is Simeon still on the practice squad? Why not this? Why not that? Why not this? Why not that? What'd the coach say? Well, if it was just Zach, if it was just Zach Wilson as the reason, then I could say, all right, maybe it's worth changing him. It's not just Zach. It's a million different things. They have never let this kid be bad-mouthed. They, nothing bad has ever come out of this coach's mouth about this quarterback, ever. I don't think he was scapegoated. He plays the one position that you got to change when you're looking for a spark, as opposed to the only, the only other one is the offensive coordinator, and Aaron Rodgers, your future quarterback, won't allow that one. You know you can't take the play calling away from him and then go back to it next year. There's only one position to change. I don't think Zach Wilson was scapegoated with this with this. Benching. He, they were trying to see if they could spark something. It didn't work. They want to go back to him, and he doesn't want to play. Uh, again, I, I, I guess I, I could see the argument. I just, I don't, un, I, I think it's like, yeah, he hasn't been treated great, I suppose, on the field, haven't been given the best opportunity to win on the field, but publicly, every this entire organization has had his back like I've never, I mean, who else is who else has been defended like this? With the amount of losing. Like, all right, the the Bill, the Patriots were late to bench Mac Jones. Mac Jones made the playoffs in his rookie season. 
As bad as Mac Jones is, and he might be worse than Zach Wilson. That's how bad he is. Don't get me wrong. He was he 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 was the quarterback that looked like the best of the bunch after his rookie season, and he took the Patriots to the playoffs. At least he had some leg to stand on. And by the way, he's five and zero against the Jets. Five and zero against Zach Wilson. So, I'm sorry. I don't know how you could expect this this, this organization to back this kid more. They had to bench him the first go-round last year. They would have had a mutiny on their hands. The whole team hated him. He had to, he had to stand in the middle of the room and do a mea culpa. He had, to, he had to apologize to the entire team for his comments. So I, I, I don't get it. The Jets might not have put him in the best foot forward the same way they did with Sam Darnold, the same way they've done with countless quarterbacks dating back to, I don't know, most recently Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like, they have not given him the best opportunity to go out there and play well, but they have never badmouthed them, and they have never treated him unfairly. I don't believe either of those narratives. I do not think they've treated Zach Wilson unfairly at all. Does the organization stink at trying to win? Yeah. Yep. I'll give you that. Do I think he does he understand that he has a very little chance to go out there and be successful moving forward? Yeah, I'll even agree with that. I don't think he has much of a chance to be successful. Part of that is because he's not good, but part of it is because the team's not good. So, yeah, I, I get that. He's not going to go out there and, and suddenly woo a bunch of suitors for next year. But at the same time, this coach and this organization that's had your back for forever is asking you to go play. And your answer is, not nah, thanks. Yeah. Play Simeon. Honestly, play Simeon. 877-337-6666. Again, the Giants have a quarterback situation as well as Tyrod Taylor is back from injury. What do you do? Do you stick with DeVito? Do you go to Tyrod? And what does it say about you as a Giant fan, depending on which one you want? Because I get a lot of flack about wanting to lose games. A lot of flack about not wanting to win every game. Well, I think there's a quarterback that, if you're being honest with yourself, gives you the best chance to win. Is that the one you want to play? Or do you want to have fun? Do you like the storylines? What's more important to you? You want to see... You want to see what quarterback is, what kind of quarterback he could be, or do you want to go win the football game? What's more important, development or winning? What kind of fan are you? Are you a tanker? Maybe you're more of a tank at heart than you think. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. I was I was flipping through the channels today in the uh, afternoon, which is my custom, I guess. I was watching a little bit of uh, Evan and Tiki on SMY, and I was flipping through, and I guess I caught TMZ or one of those shows. I don't know. And the story was, uh, I should have I should have wrote down the actress's name, but uh, what's her name? The mother in Home Alone showed up. For Macaulay Culkin's walk of, you know, Hollywood Walk of Fame star. And that's the storyline. The storyline is, oh, you know, Kevin's mom finally made it back in time to see him get his Hollywood Walk of Fame. And I'm sorry, but how the hell has it not happened yet? 
Macaulay Culkin, now, has he's done nothing for forever. I get that, right? He's had, he had that one pop-up movie maybe 12 years ago where he played the, the, the club-going kid addicted to drugs. It kind of became somewhat of a popular kind of indie film or whatever. But for the most part, he's done nothing. But Macaulay Culkin is one of, if not the greatest, I mean, it's what, it's like him and Shirley Temple as like the greatest child actors of all time. Home Alone is a Christmas cultural icon. Like that movie, you it replays constantly. Christmas movies have a tendency to do that. But like, even I was watching Uncle Buck the other day because, again, I think it was it was either TNT or uh, TMC or whatever channel it was had a Thanksgiving John Candy um, marathon or whatever. Or maybe it was the first day of Christmas marathon. I don't know. After Thanksgiving, I don't know. But it was nothing but John Candy movies, which bravo. Of all the marathons, that you want to give me nothing but John Candy movies, I'm in. I'll sit there all day and watch Trains, Planes, and Automobiles and Uncle Buck and Only the Lonely and anything, all the other movies. Oh, just tremendous. John Candy, uh, The Great Outdoors, Summer Vacation, all of it. I love John Candy. So that's a great idea, John Candy uh, marathon. But Macaulay Culkin is an icon. I mean, Kevin McAllister is one of the great He's he not only is he tremendous, the movies are tremendous, they're iconic. I still see people now dressing up like it for Halloween. I was walking in my neighborhood, a, a, a mother and father would, were, were Marvin Harry and the kid was Kevin. Like it was perfect. How is he just now getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? In two th- 30 years after Home Alone, it took him this long? That's embarrassing. We as a people have failed. I'm sorry. We have failed. Kevin McAllister doesn't have, isn't uh, immortalized on the Hollywood Walk of Fame when, I mean, countless others have been. This iconic, iconic child actor, arguably the best of all time, strictly based on three movies. I get it. Home Alone, Home Alone 2, and Uncle Buck. Oh, and oh, and, and I am forgetting The Good Son with Frodo Baggins. Where he played a an evil little kid, and he was excellent at that too. Shame on all of us that it took this long. I couldn't believe it. And the story is, is that the actress who played his mom, who's obviously very popular, she's been in a million things. I dumped it anyway. I don't know if I can say it. That's the name of the show, though. Up Blanks Creek. So, like... She's she's popular and all. And don't get me wrong. It's nice that she showed up. And I don't know how close they are after only being in two movies together for 30 years. But I got to admit, I was taken away. Let me ask you a question. This is perfect for Marco. Nothing to do with Brian Cashman, although maybe I'll ask you later how you feel about the uh, him not trading and yet for the Juan Soto deal. Would you be surprised to learn? I don't know if you saw it. It was kind of making the, 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 the rounds in the news meeting. Were you surprised to learn that Macaulay Culkin is just now getting a Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame. I did see that he got it. Yeah. I did not know that he did not have one. Yeah. I was more surprised that he was getting one. You're kidding. What do you mean you're surprised he's getting I know one? that these are two iconic movies, but, well, three. Yeah, Uncle I, Buck. Uncle Buck. Like, wh- and The Good Son. 
It was a good movie. It's not iconic. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not he was in it, another movie. All right. They're so iconic. They're played every Christmas. It's the big like you know, every I, station promotes that movie's gonna play. I, I'd have to, I'd have to check the Google machine. I saw somewhere that George Clooney does not have a star. Shouldn't we start yeah, there? No. No. Over Macaulay Culkin? No. Really? Macaulay Culkin first. Let's get this really? done. Yeah, that was 1990. It's one of the best. It's one of the highest grossing movies of all time. I bet you that okay. that he doesn't have a movie as high grossing as that. I bet you. I bet you even Ocean's Eleven didn't do Home Alone numbers. Uh I would disagree with that. Um, we'd have Just to the, look. The time. And it's an ensemble cast. I I get it, but I mean, like he was the he was the forefront. So of the what movie. are we he's putting got, on? The, he's got Joe Pesci. So and what, he's got Brad Pitt. What what are we putting on the Walk of Fame? Home Alone or Macaulay Culkin? Macaulay Culkin, but it's because it's an icon. No, it's it's a movie. Or is it him? He is the movie. He's the movie? Yes, he's the movie. Come on. What do you mean, come on? He's One of these days we're going to find something to agree on. I I don't know what you're talking about. I like Home Alone. He was great. He was a great kid actor. He hasn't done anything in 35 years. Is it supposed to be just for an an, an entire career? It should have been done in 1994. I totally agree. The movie in 1995. So you have one movie. You're on the Walk of Fame? If it's that iconic, absolutely. Absolutely. Macaulay Culkin? He's a household... Like you just said, he hasn't done anything in 30 years. He's a household name. He's on the tip of your tongue. If you ask anybody, I could, I could take call after call. Who's the kid in Home Alone? Macaulay Culkin? Everyone. He hasn't done anything in 30 years. We all know his name. So do we have the Walk of Fame for every like child actor that had the no. one big hit? No. Just, I mean, I suppose. I don't, what What else is... Name of the child actor that had that big a hit? I mean, it's like him and Shirley Temple. I can't even think of like another... <laughs> Like who's the greatest child Again, actors of seriously, all time? Seriously, do you live in the 50s? No, I don't. Is there color when you else? go home? Who else? JFK, live dead. Barbara <laughs> <laughs> Temple. Yeah, I'm just saying, who else? <laughs> I can't concentrate now. Shirley <laughs> Temple. <laughs> I'm, she's one of the greatest known child I mean, actors of all time. Who else was con- oh, who I mean, God. who else was in I the the lead of iconic films? I I'm I'm sure I'm, we're missing some. But I cannot I think know. of a child that led, was the lead, is the face of an iconic two-franchise movie that is that every 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 11 months we watch it three or four times. Sure. We quote it. Yeah. Look what you did, you little jerk. I mean, it's said at every Christmas table. <laughs> yeah, but that's not his line. I know. That's it's the that point. Movie, but I'm saying it's the, he's the line. Of, he's the movie. Oh. Uh. Yeah, yeah, Pesci had nothing to do with that. No, Pesci was great. The the the, the all that stuff yeah, is great. Yeah. Again, see, you make me like have to trash a movie that I like. It's a great Christmas movie. It's a, it's a tremendous movie. movie. Yeah, I'm, I have no problems with Macaulay Culkin. I'd actually like to see what he does now. I'm curious if he's actually an actor. If he could still actually act because he was that, great as a kid. Great. That's I mean, Uncle point. Buck, great. tremendous. Yeah. Unreal. Just walking in the room going, who are you? Yeah, like, I mean. Tremendous. Well, the, the, the questions, 100 yeah, miles an hour with right. that, the fact that he was able to do that with John Candy, that's yeah. great. Yes. I, I just, I don't know. It's like the Hall of Fame. You had you had it's, two great no, years, but, not, but the two my, years were ridiculous. My point, but my point like, is, okay, but there right. were two years. But my point is it's not the Hall of Fame. People like, you know, people who don't, like, you know, I, I don't hey, want to little people, but like, you know. I don't know who's on the Walk of Fame. You can have all of them. But it's not that big a deal. Like That's what I mean. So, like, I don't care that he not, really got it. Well, I wasn't going to say, oh, how could you give it to him? No, well, but point you was, argued with me that he should have it before George Clooney. Yes. And I would say a guy that's been acting for, oh, 35, 40 years, uh, who's been in a ridiculous amount of movies <laughs> and has had a career that's, you know, directing, well, box office. Thing, what's the last successful movie he ever did? What's the last thing he's been good in? 
good in? He's good in everything he well, does. Let's be la- fair. When's the last time you had a good popular movie? Um, I don't I can't know. Can't think of one in a while now. Uh, it's a while ago. The one that was no, nominated right. for Best Picture. George Clooney deserves. It. I, I can't I, think I, of. How could I argue he doesn't deserve? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like but I'm we're, just saying, we're 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 arguing George well, Clooney and Macaulay point, Culkin. Yes. Like I mean, yes. Macaulay oh, Culkin. Come on. It is a it is come a on. world. Joe Pesci, names. the kid from Goonies. Like, what are we doing? No. Don't you dare <laughs> put it. I love Chunk. He is not. What's Chunk's name? I don't know. No one knows. What's I mean? Sean Astin is the only one you'd know from it, and maybe Josh Brolin. Right, that's it. Uh, I would hope you'd know Josh Brolin. That's yeah. about it. I don't think you realize he's in it more than you may not recognize him. Yeah, no, I get it. Was a, yeah, but yeah. I just well, no, he kind of has that Brolin well, face. Yeah, well, I don't know. Sean Astin, you could tell every. I yeah, mean, yeah, Rudy, soon, you could tell. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Scary. His no, face I, is exactly the same. But I'm, I'm just, I'm not. Well, first of all, my first point was the big like story from it was that the actress who played his mother was there at the ceremony. And everyone was like, oh, Kevin's mom made it in time. You know, that kind of... Oh, joke. I don't know her name. She's great. Yeah, she's great. She's in a million movies. Yeah, yeah she's, she's great. Things. Yeah, she probably deserves her own. That's fine. Whatever. Uncle Buck care. as well, right? No. No, she wasn't, she wasn't. an Uncle Buck, no. Uh, the mother... I was just watching Uncle Buck. The mother from Field... The wife from Field of Dreams plays his girlfriend. Catherine O'Hare is the mother from... Uh, right, from Home Alone. From Home Alone. And then the love interest, Buck's love interest is... Kevin right, Costner's right, wife, right, right. Which is amazing to me that... That's the, I mean, John Candy's doing kind of well if he's dating the same women Kevin Costner is. Good for him. That even in a movie that you could sell, <laughs> that the same woman who's hey, married to Kevin Costner can be married or, tr- or try, is disappointed she's not married to John Candy. I'll say this with the girth in this room. Sometimes yeah. when you're funny, you can... It, yeah, it helps. But he's also unemployed. and ter- You know, I mean, it's amazing that he got it. But my point was, is who cares the mother showed up? Why is he just getting one now? It's Macaulay Culkin. He's He's... Macaulay Culkin, he's Kevin McAllister. It's iconic. I'm sorry. I just I I can't I can't. I'm very disappointed it took this long. Three oh four. I, I just am. Three oh four. Macaulay Culkin is is world famous. World I, famous. I, I'd like to know what the McAllisters did for a living too. I mean that's well yeah. I mean, that, well, that's, that's kind of like the story with yeah, the dad. Because I, I got to be fair, something's not adding up. Yeah, I know. Well, a lot of people say like the first one. It's the rich uncle is or the rich brother-in-law is flying them out. To, no, I to, think he's fly, flying them out, isn't he? No, the the no 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 the the brother we never meet, the brother who lives in Paris is flying them all out to Paris. Oh, is that? I yes. don't remember. I got to no, be fair. I haven't seen the movie the in a really the long rich, time. The rich brother-in-law, or rich brother, or whatever. Well, I was just looking at the house because I don't know about no, you. The house is beautiful. You could put my house in their bathroom. Yeah, yeah no, it's. A beautiful, <laughs> no, I, mean, I understand that. Very nice house. Very nice. I house. could see why you would get lost. Yeah. <laughs> I know where my kids are. Yeah. They're on top of me. I'm aware point. of where they are. They're, they're, they're punching me in the face. They're <laughs> doing the super punch. All right, 305, McMonagle here with you. Macaulay Culkin deserves to have his walk of fame. It should have been done earlier. Uh, your call's on that next. 